dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're all doing well. I'm doing well. I've been doing a lot of studying. The Monday game got canceled, unfortunately. And I turned out another video review for one of the one of the basic fantasy modules, Monkey Isle. And now I'm looking through some Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea modules that I forgot I have, like the Anthropophagia of Zambala. And what else we got? The Beasts of Cragarth Manor here and Rats of the Walls and Other Perils. I forgot I had these. In fact, it's funny because Rats in the Walls, I actually kickstart, helped kickstart that thing. I, I funded it. And I forgot I had. The other two I got last year at North Texas in 2019. So, and I got to do reviews of them. So, I better get on it. But before that, I want to talk about weird stuff and twists you can do to, to player characters. And that aren't always successful, but they're there if you want to use them. I'll explain later after this. All right. What I mean is I saw this... Video. Again, it's a video. No, it was no, it was a blog post actually. It's about Clark Ashton Smith. And I'm getting in back into Astonishing Swordsman, which is like Smith, Howard, Lovecraft, all that. And I haven't read any of his stories. I probably should. But apparently they were show they were saying how to run a D and D game, in this case D and D game, A D and D game, whatever more like Clark Ashton Smith. And Clark Ashton Smith is weird, but it's not horrifying like Lovecraft. It's more of like strange things and twists. More, more O. Henry than anything else, it sounds like. But the point is, I watched that, and I, or I read that, and I go, hmm, this is really interesting. I'd love to try this with my Monday group. And I thought, well, they can handle it. See, that's the key. You got to have a group that can handle something like that. If you throw a like a left, you know, you throw them a, a, a right curve or something, you know, you you zig well, they zag, or whatever you want to call them. You throw them a curveball. There, they may or may not appreciate it depending on the group, because to me the group is it's it's just you got to judge it. You really do. I think the worst twist. The one, the, the most infamous twist I know of is you turn to them and they get TPK'd or something else really happens and you say, and you all wake up. It was a dream. I, have, I, my Monday group may be able to handle that once, but I don't know any other group that at least some of them will get bent out of shape about it. And you got to watch that kind of stuff. There are some groups I wouldn't even attempt to do it. But there are some things that where you can get a little strange with things. Maybe things don't work. They're going into a land where things, the laws of physics or some other thing doesn't work the way they think it's going to work. But it works this different way, and they've got to get used to it. Or if they have a bad guy that just is in the background for so long, and you keep meeting minions and bosses that work for them and all this other stuff. The first one is if things don't work the way they think they're supposed to work, 
or people don't act the way they're supposed to act, I would have the players, after maybe a few sessions, if they could pick up on that, I would I would see if they can work that to their advantage. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a thing where, yes, you can be inconsistent, but you got to be consistent in your inconsistency. I said before, Dr. Seuss always said there is a logic to my nonsense. And what I'm saying is if something works one way and then like two sessions later works a different way, I'm not saying don't do that, but you better have a damn good reason why other than, oh, it's magic. Oh, that's the way this place works. Because player players with their characters always feel because first of all remember it's you made the world they're adventuring in it so they have to go through you to find out what the world's about and there are some players out there who just don't like that i mean they they're usually they're usually the gm but they don't they don't like the fact that they they have to get all their information from a game master or some of it. And if you start changing it up, oh my lord, they're gonna have they're gonna have a hissy fit, you wouldn't believe. Because it because they're they're de- remember, they're dependent on you to tell them what the situation is, what's the world they're what worlds they're in, and what happens when they do stuff. And you've got to have some kind of you have to have the grasp on it. And if you want to change stuff like that and get it real weird, um, I would I would try and figure out if one, the group can take it. If some groups don't take it, well, you just go on and do the regular fantasy stuff. But if some groups take it, can can do that, I would like say, hey, look, guys, there might, you know, at the beginning, there may might be some stuff that's kind of weird. See, I don't like to hit them in the face cold with it because no player likes that and i'm saying no player well as you go well that's the part of the challenge and stuff well you know what that's a great way to lose players it really is so if you're going to do something weird you might want to give them a heads up and the other thing about the about the the boss the big bad who stays in the shadows all the time I'd use it, but make sure it doesn't wear out its welcome. In other words, it's okay for soap operas and comic books to do that. I mean, look how long it took to figure out who was the Green Goblin. I don't think they ever figured out who the Hobgoblin was in Spider-Man. So, And soap operas are known for their intricate and long storylines. So but you can't do that in a game. Eventually... They're going to have to find out who the Moriarty is, who the who the guy who's the guy behind this whole thing or organization or whatever. You've got to that that you can string it along and string it along and string it along, but watch your watch your players because they will tell you the way they act if if you strung this on t- too long. It's all part of pacing. It's all part of planning stories. But if you string it in along all the time, they're just going to hate you for it. And 
again, you should not always use this guy or this organization all the time. You know, use them like, use it once every, say, three adventures. You can't have it all the time. Now, there may be games where it's built around that. But I'm sure, I've watched things like, okay, let's take Gangbusters, for example. Okay, Prohibition. The mobsters, the gangsters. Yeah, it's all the time, but I've watched episodes of The Untouchables that may have to do with the gangsters and stuff had nothing to do with the bootlegging. Nothing to do. Other crimes and other people, things like that. So you've got to take that into consideration. So watch, be careful about your twists and turns and what you, what you do. Okay? Judge your group. See if they can see if they can handle that kind of storytelling, and then act accordingly. Well, I got to go start my day. So, if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail and anchor. We're monetized, so as little as ninety-nine cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Hey, shout out! Thanks to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. Thank you guys for your support. Don't forget Dan Gregg's the Young Y U N G Young Grognard podcast, Mark C. Wallring's Yawning Albert podcast, Big John Allen Larges the Red Dice Diaries, and Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Questions. Comments, send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.